my best friend Jennifer. And I don't care if at almost 53, you're not supposed to be like, oh, my best friend, oh my God, my BFF. But yes, she's my closest friend. We've been friends for over 10 years. She knew me when, you know, before this illness came in to my life. And we met in the pickup line at uh, Rawlsburg School. Our boys were five years old and we bonded, you know, over their reading level. They were both at level M, which was really cool. That meant they were, you know, smart boys and they were at a higher than five-year-old reading level. So that was cool. That was really fun to bond over. But she and I had problems with friends in the past. So it was awkward, you know, trying to build a friendship. I mean, but we both had seen each other in the pickup line for, for a few months. And it took us talking about our children for us to start up a conversation. And our boys have kind of grown apart, but she and I have grown closer, even with this illness. And when she and I first met, I was doing, I mean, I, I think I was on my second round of braces because uh, m my teeth were messed up. I had to go back into braces and we would have lunch every so often. And I don't know, maybe like the first year of our relationship, I ended up having these moments where I would be down for weeks at a time. And we texted daily. We always did. We texted daily. And when I got ill and I was down for those couple of weeks, I started getting upset. I'm like, I've been with her when her grandmother passed away. We've done lunches. She drives by my house every day and she hasn't even come to see me. And I'm thinking, you know, what kind of friendship do we have? And I thought to myself, you know, just heck with it. I don't need a friend. And for some reason, this woman, I just felt connected to her and I just thought she was super cool. And I didn't want to lose. I, I just didn't want to push this relationship away. It Something about it meant something to me. And so I just called her up. And to be honest with you, I never once asked her to come by. Why? Because of my condition. But I was upset that she hadn't come by. And she, just like me, had had problems with friends, you know, growing up, you know, and you get burned a few times, you're, you're gun shy, you're, you're afraid to, to build a friendship. So she and I are both homebodies, and I think we both would have been okay if we never spoke to each other again and went on our merry way and we'd run into somebody else later and we would not have the friendship that we have now. And she did not come to my house because she didn't want to. She just didn't know how to interact with me as well. We both were in this awkward situation. And so we made a deal right then and there, you know, not to read into text messages, because you know how people can do that, not to take offense if we go a day without messaging each other or anything like that, that we would not end our friendship and we would not allow our friendship to end unless we verbally communicated, I no longer want you in my life. So from that point on, we relaxed 
and we have built this incredible friendship and we would go out to lunch once a month and I value this friendship very, very much. Uh, she's my son's emergency contact and I'm her son's emergency contact. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, we don't have family around. We've got each other and, and I'm, I'm grateful for this friendship. Well, this illness took away that monthly lunch thing and I started building it back up. Now, last month we had a lunch planned. She has stuck through me with this. She's been there for me. If I needed anything, I could call her and I just... I just, I value it. And last month I had to cancel our lunch because of the injury that I had working with Mary Jane. You know, I popped my rib out and I had to cancel that lunch. And I was so upset because our times for being together have shortened because we used to, because we'll, we'll go to lunch and we can start, I mean, we'll be there for three or four hours. <laughs> we have no problem sitting there and talking. And now that our sons are in high school, we have to pick them up earlier. And places, you know, don't open for lunch till like 11 or 12. And then we have to pick them up by, you know, we have to be sitting in the car line by like 1.15. So we don't have much time. So we have to do it on these rare moments that they don't have school or early dismissal or something like that. So I was really bummed that I had to, had to cancel last month. And it was because of that injury, March 1st. All of this makes sense. Stick with me. So we went to lunch. And what I loved about today was that I, I wasn't really up to it. And I was embarrassed to have to ask her. She she offered before I did. She offered to come pick me up because I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to drive. And I woke up and I was like, man, I just, I just don't feel good. But I can't cancel. I need to have this lunch. And I sat there and she was taking a shower and getting ready. And she offered to pick me up. And I said, you know what? Let's do this. Let's, you know, can we go a little bit earlier because I don't want to take a chance on missing it. And we were able to make our schedules work and it happened. And she came and she picked me up and we had a wonderful lunch. I needed that lunch. And I'll tell you, since this illness has come into play, I don't feel as sure of myself as I used to. Now, if you're in a fight and you're my friend, I'm the best person to have in your corner because I tell you what, I will scrap for you in a heartbeat. I will do everything in my power to right a wrong that's been done to my friend, my husband, my son. That's just the way it is. But when it comes to me, I am a measly old little mouse. Like when Mary Jane comes up and says, okay, pay for your next 10 lessons of Pilates. And by the way, I did this on that day, this on that day, and you owe me an extra $242.50 from the last package. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And I'm paying. And again, like I said, I feel at their mercy. And I'm just like, yes, I will. I'll do it. And I was still upset all inside because I had this knot in my belly from this incident with Mary Jane because, you know, she's asking for more money for services that she says were rendered and and you know I wasn't doubting that and I had her her anatomy books and she asked that I return them when I canceled my upcoming appointments because she charged me for a visit that I couldn't make 
because she said that she didn't get the email. It might have gone to spam, so she charged me for an appointment I, I didn't make and uh, charged me for the visit after I got injured in her establishment and charged me extra trying to fix me. And I had this knot in my stomach because my husband said, Christy, would you take your car back to the mechanic that broke the piece and then pay him for fixing the piece that he broke? I was like, no, I wouldn't. And he said, you canceled every appointment from March 3rd to March 13th. And you canceled every appointment after. He said, first of all, the fact that she charged you full price for a missed appointment is not correct. And I don't really know where the law stands on that. But he said, and the fact that it possibly went to her spam is not your fault. So my husband was explaining to me how I was in the right and that I didn't owe her the money that, in fact, she owed me $65. When you take into account, uh, if you take off the... Uh, missed appointment and then the fact that I had to pay someone $115 to put my rib back into place he's like she owes you money so I'm like well there you go but then I know how my husband feels about Mary Jane so at lunch with Jennifer she's a lawyer she's the best and she makes all my words pretty when I when I write them because she she rewrites all that so she's great and she does all that ancestry stuff remember she found out that I wasn't Indian that I was Nordic so I asked her at lunch and she said, well, Christy, you know, the dollar amounts don't add up. And the fact that she just sent you these charges like 60 days later and she pretty much agreed with my husband, which is a rarity. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But she, she agreed that I was pretty much in the right and I felt that not unnodding. If that's the thing, right? I, I felt I felt my belly not feeling so tight and I wasn't cringing anymore because for some reason stress since I've gotten this illness it, it gets worse. Have you noticed that? Like it's everything just is compounded and it doesn't matter how hard you try to just let it roll off your back. Oh, it's no big deal. It just knots up in your belly with this illness, at least for me. And it's overwhelming and it just takes over. So I was so happy that Jennifer agreed with me. And it wasn't just to, she made logical sense. She's a lawyer, you know, <laughs> she, she can, you know, logicate things. That's the word for the day, logicate. So I felt really good and I enjoyed my lunch, our lunch. It was, let's see, 12 on two. It was like a three and a half hour lunch. I took my pillow so I could sit properly and I was starting to hurt. My right eye started doing my sexy wink and I couldn't believe it. I was draining and all I was doing was sitting there enjoying lunch with my friend and my body was not <laughs> not wanting to agree with me. And I wasn't exerting myself. But the cool thing is that with these new breathing exercises or this one breathing exercise that I'm doing with my feet on the wall and uh, pushing my pelvis into the floor, when I do them and I stand up, I feel stable. Not for long, 
but I feel stable. And if you want those exercises or that exercise, just let me know and I'll, I'll help you with it. But I'm feeling relief and I wasn't hurting. I, I was, I felt like I had been beaten on the inside, but it wasn't that melting pain. It wasn't uh, the stabbing pain, really. It just was, I'm, I'm feeling a little worn out. And as the medication was wearing off during lunch, I started feeling the stabbing pain and this, that, and the other. So for whatever reason right now, I, I need the medication and that's just how I'm going to get through. But I wasn't completely drained and I was so happy that I pushed through and I went to lunch. And, you know, I was like, man, Jennifer's having to take care of her invalid friend and, you know, it's embarrassing. And how much longer is she going to want to do that? I mean, who wants a friend? You, you know, we can't go to some places because you have to park in a parking garage and walk to it. So in order to be my friend, she has to accommodate a lot. And I'm very grateful that she did. But I feel like an inconvenience, you know. And I was relieved. We were on our way home. And I'm feeling just relief. For one, I didn't renege on the lunch. I was so happy that we went to lunch. And then I felt validated yet again because she took that knot in my stomach and logicated it out. <laughs> That's what she did. She logicated that knot away. And I felt just wonderful. I get in the house and I get an email and it's from Mary Jane. She's just like a gnat, man. Just a gnat. Just gnat, 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 gnat. I got the books that you returned to me and thank goodness that you put them in a plastic bag because it rained, but you forgot the $200 check. If it's easier for you, you can mail it to me. Now, I'm sorry, but that's how snooty it sounded to me reading her email. That's why Jennifer and I can't break up over text or anything because you can read so much into it. So to me, it was that way. And I was like, it!" And I started shaking and I started trying to respond to her and I'm going, Oh man, you know, I, I'm, you know, and I'm letting her know, you know, I don't feel like I should pay you for the visit where you insisted I come in to try to fix my breathing when you didn't fix my breathing. And then, you know, all that stuff my husband told me was right. I just started feeling I was shaken up. And then I just sat there and thought, what in the world am I going to do? How have I let this happen? How have I let <laughs> this just take away my happiness from lunch? And then I get a text from Jennifer because Jennifer came up with an outstanding idea. Because our boys get out of school earlier and we don't have a lot of time from 11 to one or 12 to one to eat, she found two places in town that have brunch and mimosas and we can go to a brunch. We're going to have a breakfast brunch and the great thing is that my birthday's May 2nd, hers is May 11th. We're gonna go back to our birthday lunches but it's gonna be a birthday brunch lunch, right? No, breakfast birthday brunch. There we go, breakfast birthday brunch, our BBB. And I felt so happy again because 
Jennifer didn't think of me as an inconvenience. Jennifer had my back. And it took away and it helped me swat away the gnat of Mary Jane. So that's where I'm going to leave us today, my friends. It's just the fact that when you feel exasperated, when you feel like you just can't cope, don't give up. There'll be something positive around the corner. You will find it. The fact that Jennifer took away, she took away that knot by telling me that the numbers didn't add up with Mary Jane. And then when I got that email after I was riding high from our lunch, and when she sent me that text, I knew I wasn't an inconvenience. I knew I had a real friend, and I knew that I was going to get through this illness and this little incident as well. Can't wait till my husband gets home because I'm going to have him help me with the email that's going back to Mary Jane. So stay tuned. I'll keep you posted on that. Have you done your three Azos today? Your AWOL Zebra Agenda? Did you get them accomplished? Are you still working on it? Are you having problems? It's all right. We'll work through it together. Don't let this illness overwhelm you. Don't let people overwhelm you. I can't believe I was shaking reading the email because it's just something else I have to deal with. But knowing that I have a great support team and I've got my medicine with you on a daily basis, I figure we'll get through. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. Christy Lynn Hanchy, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.